How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes. The podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. Before we get into this week's episode, we have a few announcements. We are small content creators with big time dreams. We love doing this podcast, we love sharing our thoughts, and most of all, we love you guys. Right now, we're not making any money off of this podcast, and we're okay with that because this is our passion. This is what we want to do. With your help and support, we can see this dream come to fruition. Leaving written reviews on our page, following our social media accounts, and sharing this podcast with friends and family would really help us continue making content and vibing to the highest quality. What we want, what we truly want, is for all of you guys, our listeners, the community, to enjoy our jumbled thoughts and comfortably vibe with puzzling conversations. One last thing, if you ever want to just talk to us or even be on the podcast, please contact us through our social media accounts. We love connecting with you guys and hearing what you have to say. Now, let's get into the episode. On this episode, we'll be talking about a question, a very confusing question, but a question nonetheless, and it has to do with none other than questions themselves. So the question is, is there such thing as, there's no such thing as a bad question? Or a stupid question. Uh, we'll be talking about this episode. We'll be talking about the philosophy, the the philosophy. Well, okay, <laughs> the philosophy behind questions and inquiry. We'll be talking about conversations and what questions to ask in conversations. And we'll be talking about bad questions. We're, we're going to come up with bad questions and see where it goes. So we hope you enjoy the episode. All right, Francis. Let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. the bat here francis i think the big question is actually it's kind of funny we're starting the big question at the beginning of the episode and we weren't working backwards i feel like mm. um you got a big question already what the well, hell no i feel like this this question <laughs> that we have is kind of like oh the question for the whole thing so sure. is there yeah. such thing as quote there's no such thing as a bad question unquote it's very mm. it's very confusing <laughs> the way we worded, worded this but is there no is there such thing as there's no such thing as a bad question in other words can you have stupid questions uh, are yeah. stupid questions really a thing i think uh no i'll just stick with that i don't think you can have a stupid question but at the same time <laughs> from working like there, there are times when you can just easily look something up but um you know your supervisor's right there and i've done that a couple times and i've gotten looks like really bad looks because like he's like okay what and then he answers but he's like man don't do that again (laughs) uh so i feel like there are questions that you should really try and address yourself before going to somebody else for like like try your best um but that's just a life thing what the real question is is like in general do, do stupid questions even really exist or not I don't think so. Like, you know, you if you're trying to find some new knowledge or some some way of doing things, a new process, you always have to ask those first questions. And I think down the line, you're going to think to yourself, like, that was a really stupid question I asked because it was so obvious. But it's obvious now, not at the time. So, yeah, I think I think that kind of sums it up for me. What do you think? I I want to say that 
there are no such thing as stupid questions. And even like in your given situation where your superior was just like, don't Francis, come on. Like, don't ask that stupid question again. <laughs> like I've gotten those exact same looks at work where they're talking about something and I'm just lost. Like, I don't know what they're talking about or like what the topic even is. Um, yeah. And so I'm like, yo, what is, what even is this? Like, like that, whatever the word is. And they all give me a look like, how do you not know who or what this is? Yeah. And it's like, okay. But like, it, it, like you can take that and put in a different scenario. Um, like you said, I feel like knowledge is really important. And so it always starts somewhere. I think in general, obviously there are questions where it's like, why, why would you even bother asking that? But I always give like the benefit to the person because, you know, I mean, everyone starts at zero at, at some point in any given thing. So that's cool. Yeah. I actually kind of just understood what that saying is like, give somebody the benefit of the doubt. I guess, I don't know, like, like correct me if I'm wrong, but the kind of message I'm getting from that whole saying is the benefit of doubt in their ability to search for their own knowledge. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a second. As a <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm confused. <laughs> okay. So, so like, imagine you're a baby, right? Right. Obviously you're going to give the baby the benefit of the doubt because they don't know how to attain any knowledge at all. So if they like throw shit at you and if they like, like, you know, flip the bird at some person without knowing like what it is you're gonna be like oh it's a baby like you don't really care (laughs) so is that is that okay that's that's a clear example of giving somebody the benefit of the doubt but is that because they don't know anything or is it because of their lack of ability to gain knowledge because this term is also usually used when you have to trust someone so like let's say I trusted you with something or I heard something about you that doesn't seem like that's you or that's something you would do. And someone's telling me about it. It's like almost like a rumor. It's like, Hey, did you hear what Francis did? And we talk about it or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, man, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. Meaning like, I don't know. It's, it's not oh, yeah, it's, necessarily it's have to like, do with knowledge as much, you know, it's like, give him, I think it give does, him the, like, the leeway. In that situation, it's because you don't know the whole story, maybe? Is that what you're saying? Like, I'll give him the benefit of my own doubt that I don't know everything that's going on in their life or something like that. I don't know. It's like... That's how I see Let's say the rumor was Francis... I heard that Francis crashed his car because he was drinking and driving. And I'm like, that doesn't doesn't sound like Francis. Like, yeah, that's what what happened. Like, I don't know. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think he did it. So I could okay. be totally wrong about this. I, I don't. I'm pretty sure this is like the ter- this is the time, or the term that's used in this certain situation. Um, but that's like, if someone told me Yo Francis crashed his car, he was drinking and driving. I'd be like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. Nice. Okay. You know, I was just thinking about what I said earlier. Like, do do you give somebody the benefit of the doubt because they don't know how to gain information, or because? they don't have the information to begin with i think those things that you can you can kind of throw them away because in order for you to know how to gain the information you already have to kind of have an underlying basis of information like knowledge in order to gain new knowledge if that makes any sense so i'm thinking okay like 
I think you give somebody the benefit of the doubt because they don't, they're just, uh, they're ignorant in the purest form of that definition. Like they straight up don't know what's, what's, uh, what's up. And because of that, you're like, okay, I can, you can be, you're, you're excused from whatever action you did. But, but at the same time, it doesn't excuse like outright stupidity or like, completely immoral action or given like a position where you're expected to perform or uh you know <laughs> not not fuck up i think that's sometimes inexcusable but you know people still have off days and all of that stuff but mm-hmm. yeah that's not that's not the doubt though that's just like that's just life i don't know can you say that can you say like i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt but but have that kind of be because life is just tough sometimes or is that not what is that not what it means at all like the way i'm thinking of his uh examples i'm trying to picture examples in my mind that kind of fits with my ex- with an explanation here it's almost like if i were to trust you with something like a secret and somehow the secret gets out like everyone knows about it and uh, I'd be giving, and I trusted you with it. So I'd want to give you the benefit of the doubt because I trusted you and somehow the secret came out for some reason. Um, I, that's how I'm, like maybe you could have slipped up or and told someone by accident or whatever it is. But there's a certain level of trust when you give someone the benefit of the doubt because like, I that's like sticking your neck out for someone in a way. Like um, everyone's like, oh, yeah, like he did this. Like this, this was him. And I'll be like, no, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt here. I trust him. I trusted. I trust that he didn't do it. And then like, oh, obviously, if the person did it, I don't know if this is kind of what you were saying, but this is like what my brain went to. Like I, I like to think in examples. So this is how I. I feel like people know that I think with examples now. I I'm trying to think about it in terms of definitions, like giving somebody the benefit of doubt and doubt is not knowing something. How do you give somebody the benefit of not knowing? And I think from your example, it made things a little bit more clear for me. Like if you were to be the person who was to judge or like, and kind of have your opinion like spread and affect another person, then giving somebody the benefit of the doubt is giving somebody the benefit of you not believing in the things that you hear of that person. So it's like you're doubting the situation that they have put themselves into. Okay. Do you believe that? Do you think that's it? Because I think that's pretty... That's pretty much that's it. That's pretty close uh, to it. That's okay. kind of what I have to... I mean, like, <laughs> here's the funny thing. Uh, we spent maybe, oh, what, 10 yeah. minutes talking about this? Yeah, 10 minutes. Easily could have searched this up. Benefit of the doubt, meaning the state of accepting something slash someone as honest or deserving of trust, even though there are doubts, he might be lying. But we have to give him the benefit of the doubt and accept what he says for now. So I don't know if that made it more confusing. But it's, ah, it's, so the, it it's the beginning based part. Based on like that, trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you trust them even though they might be saying some bullshit. Because it's like, it's like trust, right? I think we came from stupid questions. And you got to trust that somebody really didn't know how to gain that knowledge themselves. So you got to give them the benefit of the doubt of 
kind of bothering you with a stupid question. Right. Like, that was a stupid question, but, you know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe you just didn't know where to find it or something like that. But that's sometimes, sometimes that's inexcusable, so. Yeah, okay, so I do want to go into that. Like, it, is there really any such thing as a stupid question? Like, like if, if someone were to ask you a question, right, and they didn't know it, the knowledge before, and they, it's not like they, you, they were supposed to know or they knew this and they, and they just forgot. It's not that. It's like they just didn't know what it was. And it's a really stupid, quote unquote, thing that they don't know what it is. And for them to ask you what that thing is or how this thing works, is that a stupid question? Like, are there stupid questions, really? Uh, I think any form of inquiry kind of leads you in the right direction. Because assuming somebody doesn't lead you in the wrong direction by answering you something that's totally false, like you're always going to be put in a, in a place that, that's better than where you started. So for me, you know, having that having that look kind of signified that okay, now I got to kind of find things on my own, you know. See that's, that that's that right there like, is I feel like why I don't like I let the idea of there is no such thing as a stupid question not exist. I mean, stupid questions not exist at all because like that thing right there, I feel like it creates this idea that if I do give a look, then, or like say, that was a really stupid question. There's going to be a fear in the future. Maybe I shouldn't ask this question because maybe it is a stupid question. So if that's the case, should we like deem some questions as really stupid? Can we? Are there? Can we though? Because like beginning, you don't know anything like... So I guess yeah. that's a stupid question. Yeah, I think that's the thing with questions, though. I think you can never kind of shrug them off and say that was a stupid question. Like, every question is valid in their own right. But sometimes you kind of have to massage in the fact that some don't need to... Don't, don't need somebody's efforts to answer, you know? Don't be wasting people's time uh, because of something that you can easily go try and find yourself. That's a, that's a big thing in the workplace, which is what kind of brought me to this whole point. Like if there are resources, try and go through some pain first before you can, before you make things easier for yourself and go waste somebody else's time, you know? Well, that's the thing though. Like the question itself isn't stupid then because the question itself, you could try to find your own answers. So that part is... I feel like it's a separate thing, but the question itself, would that be a stupid question? Whether it be like you look it up online or ask someone else or look through books, the question itself, would it be stupid? Like, for example, if it's, you know, how do I do my laundry? It could be a different result or a different kind of experience when you ask someone or, you know, ask a stranger or a friend or asking the internet, like it could be a totally different experience, but the question itself, how do I do laundry? Is that, is the question itself, can it ever be stupid? I'll say, I'll say stupid. It can be stupid for the reasons that some questions kind of waste your time for no good reason. Like, like if you kind of get hung up over 
the questions of like you know right before bed you need to go to sleep and you're, you're thinking like like when i when i said this to the person how did that make them feel and how did you know like like did i look stupid in that in that situation uh i think i think those things shouldn't be too hung up you shouldn't get hung up over those things and i think some of those questions are uh stupid i'll just leave it at that i think there's more to it than that obviously because you know we're human and like we all go through those things but but like like you know it'd be better if we didn't (laughs) we'd be more efficient as people if we didn't have to ever think about those things again but i think they're important you know i agree and here's how i like think of it i think in the real world there are stupid questions like you said why did i you know if you're laying in bed and you're thinking about why did this you know girl reject me or you know why did this happen the way it happened or whatever it whatever it is sure i guess those can those questions can be stupid in a real world kind of setting but i'm thinking about this now i'm switching it to philosophically i don't think there's a stupid question out there just philosophically if you think about it because it yeah. one question can lead to more and more questions and i think that's yeah. where you know philosophy lies is the more questions exactly and you know one a great example is always asking the question why with every with every answer there's always something below that which is can be found or not really found but can be asked just by saying why like mm-hmm. you know the sun is bright why and then so forth after oh yeah there's like a whole like video that Feynman <laughs> was was explaining what gravity is and he goes into this whole sh- whole shit yeah it really just depends on the, the timing of it everything kind of just is entropic in my opinion like random shit happens all the time and you can't really say whether or not what you're going to do maybe ask a question is it going to land like is it going to give you what you needed and i think what what it depends on at the end of the day is skill and timing like if you can inquire in a very skillful way in a way that doesn't bother people to uh help you out or it doesn't it do, it doesn't inconvenience other people i think that's good and even if, especially if you know this question helps them as well that's perfect that's like very nice to have in you know school the workplace anywhere and also timing like sometimes you just gotta wait a little bit and wait for the question to have the most value for everybody i think that's it and i think like a big part of it is having having the understanding that sometimes people just want to talk like people just want to answer question for the for the fun of it you know and that's like that's why timing is important too like you gotta wait for that time when everybody's kind of like feeling like ah I just want to talk to somebody right now. Like that's important to try and figure that out. And so, uh, yeah, I think it also comes down to skill, but yeah, I I believe the fact that philosophically questions don't have, don't have no value. Okay. I'm kind of uh, working on the other end of the, the stick. Is that a thing? Anyways. um, I I feel you. I know what you mean. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, (laughs) What about, is there any such thing as, like, how do I call this? Powerful, meaningful questions then? Yeah, I think so. 
more so than stupid questions i think so i I think there's like a lot of really powerful questions that you can ask to somebody and assuming they're they're down for for thinking through the answer and kind of going down the rabbit hole of personal research because sometimes that's what is required to like a shit ton of research then i think those could yield some value i think that's all universities are for to be honest like just answering questions uh big questions that people have and like answering questions that people didn't even know they had in uh, their undergrad right i think the i think a successful undergrad is like just just reading some cool shit and like being inspired because you never knew that this that it was possible to have have ideas like this i think that's cool what if now this is a hot hot take alert this is a hot take but i feel like the bigger and more meaningful and more powerful the question tries to be the more stupid it can be as well for example why do we exist i feel like that's a really powerful meaningful question but likewise you can also call that a stupid question I agree. I think it depends on the skill. You don't ask somebody that to just inconvenience them. Because <laughs> yeah. I could see how people could think like, bro, I don't have time for this right now. Just leave me alone. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, in that sense, if, so- if somebody's always down to to talk about that, I think we should talk about this too. Like, What does that say about your character? The fact that you're always down to answer somebody even if it's a, it's a dumb question. Hmm. At some point it kind of has like diminishing returns obviously because you're going to waste your time with this that that kind of approach but at the same time it says a lot about how you can like really absorb what the world is trying to trying to bring to you by like going into everything but anyways yeah the meaning of life do you think it's a stupid question i well i mean it was a hot take very different but i can see how Asking really big, powerful, meaningful questions can also be seen as a stupid question because like, sure, let's think about why do we exist and we can go into, you know, religion, science, um, we can go into metaphysics, we can go into all of that. But you can also see that as a stupid question because what's the, like, what's the reason of asking that? Like, Uh. how can you really act on that? That's true. You know, once you find the answer, let's say that you can find the answer, or even like if you don't find the answer, especially if you don't find the answer, what was the the point of that? Like, what was the point of even asking it in the first place? Yeah, I think it speaks to the the determination of the answer too. Like you said, like it's so broad that uh, a part of answering it has to be kind of making it more digestible kind of breaking it down so that you can answer smaller questions that make sense to you and uh all of that stuff so i think it is a kind of stupid question on the part of the questioner if they didn't want to do any work to try and answer it themselves it was a if it was a serious inquiry right if you really wanted to know what the what the the answers to the meaning of life were i think you'd have to do your own research and kind of ask people like the easier questions and get their take on it, right? You don't just want to ask somebody like that and just stop their whole brain. And asking a good question requires some work. Like if you're going to be interviewing somebody, you're not just going to 
like like you know all the talk shows they got so successful i think because they were able to converse and like have real have real interactions with the people that they come on you know some people may disagree but like uh i think yeah like it requires research knowing about the people who come on like all of that stuff i think okay ultimately i think if you have an interesting conversation it was a good question what do you think about that well then if it's not an interesting conversation would it be a stupid question i think so i think it would have yeah i think so i don't know if i i don't think i fully agree with that i feel like you can still ask a question without there being an interesting conversation and still it being not a stupid question like still it being a valid question for someone to ask yeah i agree actually i don't know it could be a good question but it's like general knowledge like it's a two-word answer and you guys say oh thank you thank you <laughs> and you walk your separate ways like <laughs> you know that's a good question i don't know i think like the the really powerful things that kind of get your mind working are the ones that have a really good conversation something that you can contribute to is, would be nice something that change your change your perspective on things afterwards could be nice but like okay so what is there to be said about simple simple things then does every conversation have inquiry kind of built into it like i think it does i think any good conversation starts out with like how are you like you know that kind of thing i don't know i think you could begin shooting this shit with some questions that don't even make sense at all like don't even have any kind of deepness to them but they could still end up with a good conversation yeah that happens a lot my brother oh my god i hate that my brother does this but like he he does this thing with people. It's such a controversial topic. And he does he'll just ask it to anyone. Like this is the this is the question he'll ask to just random not really random, but like people that he just met. Um it's this is how he goes. This is all he says. Hey, are are you pro life or pro choice? That's it. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so it's so it's such a controversial conversation. But Whoa, like and I got so like edgy. I, I was getting at him at this. I was like, dude, why like you don't ask just you don't just ask people that. Like I bet once they ask that question or when they go to their friends, they talk about that. They're like, You're the guy who asks people <laughs> <laughs> like are they pro life or pro choice? Like behind your back, they're like, Yo, did that guy like has he talked to you before? Like, yeah. He asked pro choice. He asks if you're pro life or pro choice. He's that guy. Like that's but to be fair what we're saying here is that these questions and a great conversation starts off with it with something like that like even if it's a stupid question or something as serious as that the greatest conversations start with something similar to that something like that can be controversial and like here here's how i'm trying to say this is that in philosophically it's it's amazing like that's that's great that you can ask those questions and that you do ask those questions but in a real life setting, like it, it, you can't just ask that question anywhere. You know, you can't just ask that question to I anyone. I mean, no, he's got a point there, though. Like something <laughs> like that. He's trying to unravel the whole idea of inquiry, I think, because at the end of the day, it's something that should be talked about, and it shouldn't matter what your 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 views are about it. You shouldn't get emotional over it. It's like about kind of elevating everybody else's knowledge so like you just talk about it and by the end if you did, you haven't changed your opinion on it like it's fine 
but it's not like I'm not. It's not like I'm gonna hate you for it. It's not gonna. No, like no, gonna exactly. Look at you differently. It's just like somebody else's opinion. And Quinn was talking about this, and I think this is a cool way of thinking about things. Like people are set in their ways, at the very end of the day, and unless you're able to shift how they look at things or whatever, like they're gonna they're gonna be like that, and that's gonna be their view. There's nothing you can be mad about if that's the case. Like at a certain point, you have to look at people as just self-contained entities something that you can't really you can't really mess with you can't really control at a certain point and so if you look at it like that then everybody's kind of got their own personal view on things that i think i think uh your brother's kind of trying to unlock like <laughs> one question one conversation at a time <laughs> that's that's pretty cool so that's why i say that like he's he's kind of unlocking this whole i this whole like idea of inquiry is trying to turn it on its head. What would you say to that? Well, no, first of all, I like what you're saying, <laughs> like how you brought up, how you brought up the quit, like what Quinn said last week. Um, was that last week? No, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Couple um, weeks ago, yeah. and you know what I, what I have to say to that is a few weeks ago at work, we were talking about, um, politics i don't know why we talk about politics at work it's such a terrible thing to talk about at work but i made a comment uh i was like i don't like identity politics and everyone's like yo what the fuck like why why not this and that and i didn't really have a solid answer because i chose not to speak too much about it because i was the only one in the room who felt that way um and basically how i want to how i see it is that we are all individuals and to play identity politics, it means your, your identity is put into a group. And I don't like that idea. I don't like the idea that because I'm Filipino there, that means that, you know, there are some disadvantages that I will have to face, right? There's all these things that I'm going to have to face because I'm Filipino, because that's my identity. And that might be the case, but I don't believe that's how we should be treating people as their identity. Like, I think we should all be individuals. Everyone, every individual has their own values, their own, their own thing. Um, and like everyone is their own identity or no entity. Like you said, like they are their own entity. So yeah, I, I, I like that. And I, I agree with what you just said just now. And what Quinn said a couple of weeks ago and on this natal topic, again, I, I still feel like there are certain settings that you shouldn't be asking those questions. <laughs> that's not to say that the question itself is a stupid question. That's not what I'm saying. That question is a great question and it should be like talked about. Like it always should be talked about. No, okay, not always, but it should be talked about. But there are certain settings that you just can't like really ask those questions. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's yeah. what I have to say about that. But you don't just ask those questions out of the blue or when you just first meet someone. But the question itself is valid. It's not a stupid right. question. I was talking to my friend the other day about like would you rather's and I think we came up came across a really good one. I think he came up with it actually. Shouts out to Josh, he's out there somewhere. Uh, Shout out. <laughs> so we were we we're in the car and I think it just touches on like this is just a total tangent, but it touches on identity politics and all that stuff. So would you rather be able to see everybody else clearly right but have your face 
your body, everything about you just like muddled so that it's kind of like a blur. Maybe, maybe you're like covered up all the time. Like nobody can really understand you by your visual. Nobody can under, nobody can differentiate you visually, but they know that you're, you are you. Does that make any sense? Like, like imagine you're just like covered in a huge sock or something and that's what you walk around in. Okay. So then that's the first thing, but you can, you can see everybody else like totally fine. Or would you rather everybody see you clearly, but you not differentiate anybody else like you'd know who they are because of uh maybe how they walk or something like that but you can't like see them yeah the, like, how, how i'm how i'm imagining this is that i'm like a blurry figure yeah versus i'm clear Everybody picture else. and everyone else is a blurry blurry figure i'd rather have the first option where i can see everyone clearly but i'm the blurry picture what did you guys say i, I was uh in typical engineering fashion, trying to trying to reverse the whole question and try and find loopholes <laughs> that <laughs> no no no, no. without any loopholes here, just like yeah, based yeah. on what we blurry have on blurry, like the whole thing about this is like you're trying to figure out how what this reveals about the answer. You know, you're trying to figure out what this reveals about the other person who's answering, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that, that's it. But you know, with that mentality, you're trying to figure out what it says about you and you're trying to like convey something that's kind of you like authentic to who you are at the same time. I don't know. I don't know enough. Okay. Okay. I'm Okay. I'll, I'll really think about this. Uh, I'd go with the, I'd go with the everybody else's blurry thing. Yeah. Oh, 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 everyone else is blurry. Okay. Everybody else is blurry. Why is that? It would allow me to judge somebody based on their character, but nothing else. Like how you act, your cadence—no, not that's the wrong word. <laughs> your, uh, yeah, we were talking about that word before this. That's why I tried to bring it up. Callback that didn't really work. Callback. Uh, I yeah, it's because like based on like their personality, how they act, how how they talk, the their voice and like their their action really more than what they look like, and I wouldn't care how people would look at me because i don't know at the end of the day like what does that really say about somebody else if they're treating you like a certain way if you look a certain way you know that says more about them than it says about me so that's why i don't really care if somebody else can look at me wait i'm so confused that wait are you saying that you'd rather see everyone else's blurry yeah so you are they you are perfectly clear to everyone else though yes okay i don't know i if i can wait okay now i'm trying to look at it from the other Okay, so yeah. what value do you see in the other? <laughs> so other yeah, way? that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like the way I see it is that I chose that way because a we already kind of see it that way. Um, I don't really see myself, so how, however people see me now, it's just how it is. Like I don't really. It's like nothing that I think I can really do about that. Um, but on a more like real note, it's more like I said this today at work. Ignorance is bliss, and I said that as a joke. But I don't think ignorance is really never a solid plan. Like you can't be really be ignorant about things. Um, the example is like we we're there was this box at work and we didn't want to open it because we knew if we opened it, there are some artifacts and all these stuff that we had to catalog and like research and all that stuff. <laughs> and we did not want to do that. And I was like, you know what, guys? You know, ignorance is bliss. You know, 
You don't have to, you don't have to do that. But so how this applies is that when I see everyone as figures, just like this blurry figure, you can call that ignorance is bliss because then you're only, you don't know what they look like. You don't know, you know, all you have is their character or their voice and that's perfectly fine. And that's, you know, in, in a certain degree, that's how it should be. But, and how else am I trying to say this? Racism exists because, because, um, people are, you know, prejudiced or discriminatory against another race. Right. But, but the answer to that is not ignorance. You can't be ignorant. Oh, I don't see black and white. I don't see black and white. I don't know if you're black. I don't know if you're white. It's all the same to me. That's bullshit. Like that's not, that shouldn't be a thing. (laughs) I think that that itself is ignorant. See, that's, that's ignorant. And I think that instead we should be celebrating all these different things, like how everyone's different. And, um, and there's, there's a certain level of beauty to that. And that's kind of why I chose to see everyone else as clear versus me that's going to be blurry like i'd rather be blurry because wow. that's that's pretty tight ignorance actually. is not that. bliss yeah that's my answer i like that i mean in in the cities course that i was in they talk about this as well and why uh a kind of catch-all system for government like you know communist system or no not communist it's like a socialist I don't know if they're the same thing. I've never known if they were the same thing. <laughs> but like where everybody shares shit, like that that kind of thing would not work because under that you're assuming that uh as a community, as a global community, you are better than the smaller communities that have thrived for a long time. Right? Like people out there have been forced out of their homes, forced out of the communities that they have cultivated and like been really comfortable in and really thrived uh with despite being poor at times like dirt poor um still having like a vibrant community and all that they've been like kind of kind of bulldozed away to make way for uh bigger and better kinds of uh, like resorts and shit like that and it's not because uh something is better that you should do that and that's kind of the mentality that you'd have if you were to try and fix everything by rearranging the entire system and uh and and trying to to do everything again to try and do it right because if you did it that way then you would be that's that's essentially discrimination because you're saying to yourself that there's like all these other groups out there that don't matter at at this point because right now we're trying to do a huge overhaul of the world exactly it doesn't work like you have uh-huh. to acknowledge everybody's uh everybody's value every culture's value and you have to do your work like it's it's all about research it's all about knowledge and gaining it through like you said like because you chose that 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 would you rather thing try and understand people based on their differences and find the value in that rather than fucking trying to wipe everything out. Like, yeah, if, if that's the only thing I learned before I dropped the course, <laughs> because it would be too hard. Like, I'm pretty happy about that. Like, <laughs> I kind of changed my view on a lot of things. Like, I was thinking to myself, every person I walk past on the street, like, they have their own story. They have their own place that they have come from. They have their own value because of, Sonder. you know. Yeah. 
yeah that's it that's the shit like that's it okay but at the same time i'm thinking like if you <laughs> didn't see anybody like if everybody was blurry like that could be your superhero you see your superhero power like you wouldn't you wouldn't judge people for shit like you just like you'd be you right people could judge you that's fine but like you know the cool people would stick out because even though everybody can see you you'd be vibing with everybody who like because everybody looks the same you'd be vibing with the people who you vibe with and like that's cool that's really cool i, I don't know like yeah, i yeah, think yeah. that's i think that's a good situation as well ah oh, that's a great question fuck man yeah shout shout out to josh like he came up with that shout out. like that's crazy uh yeah so is there, is there such thing as stupid questions what what kind of okay like if you were to meet somebody for the first time what questions would you prioritize i mean like the surface level stuff to be honest like you know who are you what's your name <laughs> who are you, you? Know, how, how how old who are, are you? you you know what are your like big interests um you know like what's your job your career are you in university what are you doing in university all that shit mostly hobbies um sports what like the, the, that kind of realm that's like the 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 surface level of getting to know someone those are the questions i prioritize and then like once once you get that out of the way then you can get into like hey that oh no i'll try to get into um i'll try to pick out what can i say to this person because everyone has a threshold everyone has like a threshold of what can I say to this person? You know what I mean? That's why like with Nigel's question, um, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like approach pro-life or pro-choice. It's such a weird question to start off with because you don't know this person's story. You don't know how this person's going to react to it or, you know, all of that. Like that's a later down kind of question you ask someone, I feel like. But yeah, that those are the questions that I would prioritize. Like, would you have a different answer to that? I feel like. Yeah. No, just based on like what I was learning from cities, I think it'd be really interesting to know what the history of somebody is. Like, where are you from? I think that'd be the question that I'd start off with. And I don't know, that might, that might, that might be one of those things that you kind of reach that threshold right away. But I feel like if you could, if you could be skillful with it, I think that'd be a great first conversation to have. Like, that's true. And like, people have a ton of stories. Like, if someone were to ask me, where are you from? My answer is always, well, I was born in the Philippines, but I moved to Canada when I was just under two years old. See, that yeah. itself has like a big story. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, then there's like, I moved from 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 Philippines. We moved to Terrace. We were there for a couple of years. Moved to Vancouver. I lived there until I was 14. Moved back to Terrace when I was 14. Um, so it was kind of like almost a full circle. And then there's whole questions of like, why did that happen? Why did this happen this way? All that stuff. So no, I, I, I love that because, but what if they're like, I'm from here. Did you grow up here? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, yeah. that came up. Dude, that came up. <laughs> that came up. It was so awkward. Uh, one of the outings that we had with my buddy and his friends was like, like his buddy had a drone and he was like, or he was like flying it around and shit. I was kind of drunk. I was like, it was at the end of the hike. I just had a beer and, and and yeah we were looking at this drone it was cool as shit right and he's like yeah this is why like like dr- like right using this thing and uh like flying it around this is why this is why i love my home country and i was like and i was thinking to myself like maybe yeah maybe he flies it where he's where he's from and maybe he like <laughs> kind of got in there and so i was like 
so where are you from what's your and everybody was quiet and i was like oh shit yeah he's from here <laughs> fuck I, 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 <laughs> oh my god i don't know what kind of implication it has if i was like you know where are you from but uh, i don't know that was kind of funny anyways not not just like geographically too it's just like that's kind of like i think of that question and i think maybe it'd be it'd be good to try and think of ways to kind of shift it towards this but like where are you from is in like what's what what is your story like i want to know about you and like what you've gone through mm, and you what's know, your story baby i want to know all about you yeah baby like that? yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> But I mean, I guess that's like what you're trying to find out, like when you meet somebody, anyways. Like, but I think where you're from gets you there the fastest. But is there any other way to get you there the fastest? I don't know. I think that's the strongest thing that you can really, you can really talk about if as a human being. Well, yeah, I mean, like you can go so far with that question. Yeah. I feel like straight up asking, hey, like, what's your story? Like, where are you from? How you like? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like asking. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. Like, what's your story is very difficult. Like, yeah, you, yeah, no, for starting sure. off with, um, you know, where you're from, or you know, like, wh- what are you doing here in Vancouver? Like, are you in university? Like, all of that. I guess, yeah, I guess if you think about it, starting out, starting a conversation with the where is super easy because there's so many conversations that can come from that. Rather yeah, than but like, like you said, though, what are you like, drinking? You know yeah oh yeah 100 percent. that's a stupid ass question like like <laughs> like you said though it's like it's cool because you can start with those easy ones and like just tease out the story as you go along and like it's easier when you're like trying to figure somebody out to start off with you know what we both have in common or like the, the easy stuff are you into sports like that sort of yeah, shit yeah, i'm yeah. not into sports that's why i wouldn't touch that shit like I don't know shit about shit when it comes to sports, man. No, but I mean, like, Francis, you got a lot of stuff. You have a lot of background in sports. Like, if you ask about, do you do sports? Like, have you played any sports? You got a lot of background. Like, yeah, I did, Um, you know, I did track and field when I was younger, played basketball. But I was more of, like, a, a musical theater kid in high school. You know you see <laughs> what I mean? Like, Fred, oh, damn, Fred's, got a, <laughs> Fred's got a resume over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a high level conversationalist at this point, but yeah, no, that's, that's true. That's fucking true. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's interesting to me, Francis, cause like mm. there's this belief that, that we both have, that everyone has such amazing stories. Like everybody has a story, but for some reason, do you like not see that you have a great story? Like you're you're a person too like everyone has a great story therefore you have a great story too you have a great story man like that's really nice that's really nice you to say man (laughs) shit that is that is a new realization like whenever you're saying that that like whenever you're saying i don't want to blow this out of proportion because like i tend to do that i think I, i tend to do that very often but whenever you whenever you said like think of somebody lucky to talk to you now i kind of understand what that means like yeah. a saunder but but yeah exactly yeah wow. exactly like what was it saying again act like they're lucky to talk to you because they are 
you know, you have your own story and they, they should be, they, you should feel, they should feel lucky that you are sharing your story. Likewise, you should feel lucky that they're sharing your, their story with you. Yeah. That's like, what's really what Sonder is. And I think that's, the, uh, you know, that's why I love that word. <laughs> Not trying to blow it out of proportion, but like, yeah. But like, yeah, you know, friends, the reason why I said that it's, it's weird because it's, it's almost a full circle in a way. It's because I kind of got, I've always had that idea in my mind and I've always, you know, well, what am I trying to say? The part where I'm like, when I was talking to you, it was like, you have your own story. Like you're a person too. Um, what came up, why I thought of that to say that at that moment is from what you said a while, I think first season or beginning of this season, you said, talk to yourself like you were talking to a loved one, like how you would speak to a loved one who's going through something. Talk to yourself like that. And it, it helps. And, you know, like, Whoa. that's, you know, you said that. That was you who said that. And so I'm kind of like returning, returning your own message to yourself. <laughs> that's kind. <laughs> that's, that's thank nice. you, me. <laughs> Thanks, Vincent. <laughs> And no, me, not at you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta yeah. say thank you for Francis, actually. It's crazy because I wouldn't have known that without having gone into this whole thing about conversations. Yeah, no, it's good. Like, I think that this is what it comes down to when I said, like, whenever you ask a question, it's good to have, like, a nice conversation come out of it because, like, you never know what'll happen. And, like, where did this come? Where did this, like, it started off with you asking what is the first, what are the questions you prioritize when you meet someone new? This is where it all came from. And like that, that itself, like again, like there's no such thing as a stupid question and that itself is not a stupid question. And there's always a value in every question you ask and kids look where we came from. Uh, we look where we got to from there, you know? So, wow. And an example, a real, real live example within the episode of yeah. the topic we're talking about yeah so let's ask a stupid question i want to try and come up with one yeah it's like it's just it just depends on the person i think that's like the easiest that's the fastest way to come up with a really stupid question like if you know a person really well you gotta ask him a question that just they don't they don't know shit about like yo Vinny, what's your favorite fish bro oh no no you know about this one what you had fish, My favorite fish? what are you talking about exactly <laughs> like that's a stupid question <laughs> <laughs> what what's your favorite fish what's your favorite fish man i feel like if you get to pick a favorite fish like what's your favorite fish are orcas a fish i think so i think i think that's then orcas pass. okay cool dude orcas are lit they're the wolves Why? of the sea whoa yeah they, they'll fuck anything up they're killer whales that's their like that's their other orcas yeah, yeah they're big i'd say uh milkfish bangos <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it tastes so good <laughs> see that's an easy one like okay so just oh yeah because like uh, yeah okay let's say let's say you're just meeting someone and they and you ask that question and they ask the question back to you and you're like bangos and you're like what the fuck is that and then you say well you see i'm filipino <laughs> man <laughs> <laughs> oh man your mind is just going right now <laughs> But really though, uh, it, there's so there's so yeah. many things, yeah. I don't know, man. You just got to be fast with it though. Like sometimes it's like 
it's all about timing. It's about you as well. Like orcas, orcas, the killer whale or orca is a toothed whale to a dolphin. Are you reading about orcas right now, dude? I don't. I think they are mammals. I think are so. Killer too. whales considered fish because they're whales. An they, orca is a marine they lay eggs. mammal. I don't think yeah, orcas no, lay eggs. No. Yeah, they're marine mammals. I don't know. I mean, like that's the if, if the question was sea animal, it'd be an orca. I can't think of like a fish. Shark? A shark's fish? Sharks are fish. Eggs? I think so. I think so. I think they lay eggs. I'm pretty sure they're Sharks, mammal, fish. I think they're the only. No, sharks are not mammals. I think they're the only fish that do not lay eggs. I thought do sharks, sharks do lay eggs. There are over 500 species of sharks living in waters around the world, and majority give birth to live young. Yeah. Oh. Shit. The remainders are uh, meaning the legs. The remainder. So there are 500 species. That's what I, re- I thought. I thought that's what I remember. Like they're, they're the only species that that are fish that do not lay eggs. Stupid okay. question. Stupid question. Stupid question. Uh, um, is Manitoba real? Oh, I can talk about this one. I can talk about this. Really? Because like, <laughs> really? I, it's no. It's like it doesn't have anything to do with answering the question. But I had like a thing to say about Manitoba because at some point it used to be really small, and that I thought I always thought that was funny as shit because it used <laughs> to be like a postage stamp. I think that's what they called it, like postage stamp Manitoba or some shit. Dude, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it used to be so small, bro. Bro. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, is Manitoba real? Have you ever been to Manitoba? No, I'm not. <laughs> is this why? <laughs> no, I've never been to Manitoba. There's, there's no way I, I could know. There's there's no way to know if it's real or not. It, it's it definitely a joke. It's definitely a joke. But, like, I can see how they came here. How they got this idea is, is Manitoba. You never hear anything about Manitoba. There's, like, polar bears in freaking Manitoba. There's, yeah. like, how? 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 So, therefore, the only explanation is that it's a completely made-up place that no one actually lives in. I can understand where they're coming from. I don't agree with it, but I can see what they're trying to say. It's a joke, though, right? People don't actually believe Manitoba's not real. <laughs> There's got to be some people out there that it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, that is... Uh, well, that's unfortunate, man. All right, everybody. We talked about a lot of things today. Uh, today on the podcast, we were exploring the question of, are there really stupid questions out there? Or it wasn't worded like that. What was the, que- what was, what was the question? I'll just um, read it out because I think that's, uh, that's better. Yeah, there you see it. So, is there such thing as, there's no such thing as a bad question or a stupid question? So, that was what we were trying to answer this whole podcast. We went into conversations. We went into the very idea of inquiry and questions philosophically and if we think questions are right or wrong i think we should have brought up that planet thing i was thinking about that in the back of my head but i totally forgot about it anyways planet uh yeah yeah the planet where they didn't oh know. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's true very interesting thought experiment um and it was a good conversation it was a very good conversation uh yeah so that was that was our episode for this week we did something totally different we didn't do a brainstorming session we'll be 10 minutes before we started recording we're like these are the four topics we could talk about let's flip a 
let, let's go do a random generator see what number we land on and we got this and it ended up being a really great episode so we'll see how next week's kind of situation works if we decide to do another brainstorming session or just do this again and kind of live with the consequences whether it be good or bad so i really enjoyed this um but yeah <laughs> so thank you guys so much for vibing with us on late night chill vibes i'm your host vincent and i'm francis and we'll see you guys all next week on another episode thank you so much for listening we love you all we love you all <laughs> <laughs>